You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? This is another episode of Locked On Texans podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. I am some sports guy and always to the right of me, my man. Cody Davis on this crazy, crazy Wednesday morning. While out Wednesdays, you know how it is. And well, Cody, I'm gonna hop right into it. Yes, John, you was right. You Can was I right. hear it again? You was right. Can I hear it again? You was right. And I am right. I was right. If you don't know what's going on right now, you know, this is the, like the biggest news of the week, at least for this organization. And it's spread throughout the entire uh, uh, league, but Jadavian Clowney, he has fired his agent after, what is it, five years, Bus Cook. He was very unhappy within the last couple weeks, probably a little bit longer than that, that a deal hasn't got done yet, whether it be signing a franchise tag and getting a guarantee that he goes to his his favorite landing spot as a trade or just getting the uh, initial deal that he wanted to get done here in Houston and get the bucks that he wanted. Got fired, uh, Cook, Cook, that is. Cook got fired, that is. And uh, now he has to wait five days before hiring another agent. Damn. In that time, we, we're pretty sure that those 24 to 48 hours uh, <laughs> is over with. It's way I over mean, with. it's been over with. We did get the you 72 hours. Uh, you know, it's a grace period, but. <laughs> yeah, it's it's over with. Um, and there is also some other things to look at uh, with this organization, like potential cuts. Preseason game four is Thursday. We should be partnering with Locked On Rams, and that's going to be super fun because I got oh. a whole lot of talk. Oh, whole Rams. lot of talking to do. Locked On Rams? Locked On Rams. Do you know where I come from? I know where you come from. Okay. Do you know what just happened in February? Oh, d- do I? You know. But, uh. Oh, well, you come. Do- <laughs> hey, I need you to reach. Are you sure he wants to come on this show with us too? We're going to get this taken care of. Okay. I'll tell you that. All right. <laughs> but. Uh, so the organization has a lot to look at, especially with, uh, considering there are going to be cuts just made throughout the entire league. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at a lot of rosters to see because you know, Cody, listeners know we're dealing with a lot of he's not going to be ready week one. We don't have him. Lamar Miller, what are we going to do at the receiver position? Who We've talked about it uh, in pregame sessions. Uh and I'm not going to put you on blast, but Cody just doesn't feel like that's a priority right now. It's and not, but we're going to talk about that later We'll on talk about that a little bit later. However, now, J.D. Clowney in this situation, I said my fear was, you can go back and listen to the previous show that I said, this may end up getting messy. Hmm. I was optimistic about it. You know, Cody was like, I don't know, but you know, I, just, I, I feel like it possibly could get a little messy. And then 24 hours later, less than that time frame, he fired his agent. Now, that's not necessarily messy for the Texans, uh, but I think it is a messy situation because the deal for Miami, which was initially the deal that was brought up Friday night, maybe Saturday morning, sending him, that is Clowney, over to Miami for Laramie Tunsil, and another pick, whether it was a third-round pick or maybe another player along with that, mm-hmm. that deal was shot down because uh, it was uh, made known that Clowney was not going to sign an extension there. 
Uh, but Miami would have had the opportunity to, I believe, franchise tag him one more time. Uh, and maybe two if they didn't get a deal done immediately. But, Cody, what's going on? What's the update on that? Um, There's a lot going on. As of right now, there's rumors going around, which in this has been confirmed through the Houston Chronicles' Aaron Wilson, that one of the reasons why it's taken so long for this Jadavion Clowney situation to get resolved is that he will prefer a trade destination to either to the Philadelphia Eagles or the Seattle Seahawks. But it's kind of hard because neither one of those teams have pieces that the Texans find really attracting. Yeah. And then the few pieces that they do find attracting, both the Eagles and the Seahawks are like, no, we're, we're, we're not giving up none of those guys. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm looking around that Eagles team. I'm pretty sure we're not going to get Andre Dealer, who they just drafted, and who he's, he's, looked really good this preseason. Yeah, a guy who was still available, right? Was he still available by the time the Texans? The Eagles jumped up and drafted him right before That's us. what it was. That's what, That's what it was. So that would have been a funny full circle, but I know mm-hmm. they're not going to give up their premium left tackle. Oh, they of just course drafted not, because they got to sense to um, spend time and effort to protect their franchise quarterback. They got sense to protect Wentz. You see how I did that? Mm-hmm. You see how I did mm-hmm. that. You saw it. Uh, but And then when you look at Seattle, their offensive line, they can't handle letting go Dwayne Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's saying a lot because Dwayne Brown has gotten up in age. That's how bad that offensive line is. So I'm I'm sure that they're not going to give up uh, Dwayne Brown. Philly isn't going to give up Dillard. And I'm pretty sure that uh, Peters won't be in that trade either. And what's funny, Peters is one of the guys that the Texans do have their eyes set on, but once again, he's not going to be in that deal. Yeah, he's not going to be in that deal. And so this is where I'm at. And now it's getting to a point where it's kind of like, oh, my gosh, another day, another rumor, another report. You, you, what is what? I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it, of course, but do you know how much easier, easier this would have been if this was done months ago? <laughs> Before the draft. You Before called the it. draft. And now it's getting to a place where, oh, my God, just end it already. End it already because preseason game four is in a couple of days. Tomorrow, the season is around the corner. And you don't want to go into this frenzy with Clowney, and it's not his fault, of course, but still lingering around. Now, he was supposed to report to camp this week. Mm-hmm. But because of everything that's surrounding uh, his agent, his deal and everything, which is why he got fired, he's not going to show up this week. Uh, he was supposed to show up and be ready for week one. I'm not even sure that's going to happen. He did meet with Miami again. Him and Flores had a – Flores, Brian Flores, a coach for Miami, they had a good talk. They had a great understanding. Uh, and this meeting was a little bit better and, I guess, soothing for Jadavian Cloney rather than the first one. I'm just tired of talking about it. Yeah, and, and that's the worst part. I mean, the the fact that he had this good conversation with Miami's coach, you're looking at a situation where – it's going to be at least another week before the situation gets resolved because he fired his agent. He has to wait five days before he hires a new one. And all it's going to do is just keep dragging this process even further. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge, a huge drag. And guys, listeners, a lot of guys will tweet me. Uh, people will, you know, say, you know, they have their own opinions about 
the GM situation and how maybe I was wrong and the whole nine. And this I isn't was a, wrong. Yeah, yeah, remember the running back girl? Oh, man. I did, hey, running back girl. Where are you? Where are you? You kind of quiet. But she sure had a lot of balls coming to me that day when we posted that show. Hey, yo. But this is what happens when you have a, a GM for every day of the week. <laughs> Monday, we heard something different. Tuesday, we heard something different. Heard something different today. We're going to hear something different tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Last Friday. Yeah, oh, we definitely going to hear something different tomorrow. Tomorrow game day. That's what I'm saying. So it's so much. And the fact that what you want, teams are now sitting back and saying, who really? Nobody has leverage in this situation. And now teams can dictate because eventually somebody has to sign something. Mm-hmm. Now, is he going to miss out on almost a little under $16 million this year? I still don't. Think so. I don't know, John. We are in a new age of, we of are, players. We are. We you are. Saw, you saw how much Le'Veon Bell gave up, and I know that's a completely different situation, but that was his look second how much franchise he, tag. He, he gave up in a year. A lot of money, and I understand that. But maybe Clowney is at a point where he is going to wait till he can until he can force a, force a hand. Mm-hmm. And I tell you what, what is really going to set me off what is really going to make me say, you know what, Cody, I need five minutes for a rant. If this trade goes down and the Texans get robbed. Well, that's what's going to happen. I don't mean I stole some Sprite by asking by a water cup, Robin. I don't mean that. I don't mean I didn't return my coworker's pen, and I knowingly didn't return it because I needed one for my home assignment. I mean, get on the floor right now, everybody. This is a bank robbery type of robbery. If this trade goes down and a premium lineman does not come along with this trade because if you're going to give give a team a prime asset right now, if you're going to give that, you know what you need to get in return? A prime two-time pro bowler, uh, all pro, you need to get you need to get back what you give. And I think that's going to happen. Cody, just keep some water and ice that day cuz it's going to get hot. But that's the whole. That's the tricky part about trading Jadavion Clowney because when you think about Clowney, you have two sides, and it's basically a fifty-fifty type scenario. You have one side who I believe Jadavion Clowney is one of the best defensive players in the league, one of the best pass rushers in the league. But then you have other guys who I've heard this on ESPN, I heard this on NFL Network, I even heard it from you from time to time. A lot of people think Jadavion Clowney is overrated. They look at his sacks numbers. They 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 look at you know what he could have been entering the league. They a lot of people feel like he has yet to live up to his potential, and a lot of people have placed a overrated. He's not worth that much type of scenario. So that's what makes it tricky. I mean, if you if we trade Jadavion Clowney. What type of Pro Bowl player in general, no matter what side of the ball is on, what type of Pro Bowl player that that you will be able to say we got the the best part of the deal, or at least a equal trade? Because either we're going to get something that's well, we rob them, or they're going to rob us. It all depends on what type of mindset they have on Jadavion Clowney. That's the, one of the most trickiest part about trading this guy. I tell you what, if you look at the last two years. A friend of mine, I, I'm going to shout him out before we move along. A friend of mine, Evan Phillips, he brought it to my attention. And I, I, could, I, I can dispute his claim, but I think it's interesting. Do you know how many sacks Khalil Mack had last year? Khalil Mack had 12 and a half sacks. 47 combined tackles. 
and he's making $141 million with an $80 million guaranteed contract. Jadavion Clowney was three sacks away from that. And he also does a lot for the tackle for loss game. That is his value. Also considering he gets you sacks, he gets you the tackles for loss, he's also an amazing run stopper. The way he plays the run is amazing. So I'm saying that to say this. You can say overrated. You can say whatever you want. The numbers are not that far apart at all. And he does a lot of everything. And and that's what I'm getting at. Like you, you still have, like I said, it's basically split 50-50. A lot of people do feel like Jadavion Clowney is overrated. A lot and, of people feel like he should be he should sign a contract that's worth at least fifteen to sixteen million. That he's asking too much to be paid, like the um, Lawrence of in in Dallas right now. Yeah, I just think, and I, I have said, have I said overrated? I think there's a lot of things you can improve on, like his stamina. Oh, it's always uh, stuff. It's you always can things you can improve on. on, but I am leaning towards his side right now, mm-hmm. only because this organization off sixteen and Kirby has been very. Uh, Unorganized? Oh, very unorganized as an organization. And when you want to get organized, especially when you want to go out, you want to see a show, want to catch a concert, favorite band, favorite artist is going out. You want to get organized and make sure you have the right amount of time and money. You don't want to overspend. Of course you don't. To get some tickets, well, you need to check out Vivid Seats because we all love a night out, whether it's seeing our favorite band in person or being there in the crowd to cheer on our favorite sports team. With Vivid Seats Rewards Loyalty Program, you can attend the concert or show of your choice and earn extra credit towards your next live event. Vivid Seats is a top source for tickets for all live events you want to go to. You can sort by price or look by seats in section and row of your choice all in the Vivid Seats app. Right now, enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount up to $100 for our listeners. Again, enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. A little bit left of what's going on with this Jadavian Clowney. What and who and what position should be packaged in this deal and a lot more with the Houston Texans. Locked on Texas Podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. As much as I'm tired of talking, writing, reporting about this Davian Clowney situation, I'm more sick and tired of this whole Popeye's Chick-fil-A nonsense that's going on in pop culture right now. I love it. John, do you realize there's a report saying that Popeye's is starting to run out of chicken sandwiches and that you can download the app? To follow the, the the tracking of your local Popeyes to see when they will have more chicken sandwiches. Yeah, they came directly from the source. Popeyes <laughs> tweeted that. They're running out. That's Slow down. Oh it's God. not that serious. It's not that serious really at not. all. That's why I say I don't know what the I'm more sick of. Chicken sandwich isn't that good anyways. That's why I say I don't I don't know what I'm more sick and tired of the most. Talking about this whole Jadavion Clowney Trey situation or this whole Chick-fil-A Popeyes. You know, if I want some good fried chicken, I will go to Popeyes. If I want a chicken sandwich, I will go well, to Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. If you want more players on your roster, then you have a player that you can probably trade to get those assets in. And that is the Jadavion Clowney. Of course, we're piggybacking off the uh, first half of the show. Cody, uh, you know, it was in preseason. I'm sorry, pregame. 
we've discussed it. And a lot of times, guys, I wish, and maybe we should one day, just record an entire session with us. That's including off the mic. Just, I don't know about not, that. Not off the mic. Just at least the sports part of off the mic. But there's so much that we, we go back and forth on. It, it, it's a debate that can turn into an argument that can go right back into a debate. No matter what, something's going to happen with you, David. And right now, it does feel like his time has come as a Houston Texan. I get it. I understand. It's a business. Uh, but what we should look for in return is now the focus. Because with the initial last week Miami trade that was proposed, Larry Tunsil was a part of it. And then now... Larry Tunsil is still a part of that deal. That deal should not get done unless he's involved. Oh, most definitely. And that is a fact. And I also feel sorry for Josh Rosen once that deal goes down because he would not have anybody to block him. But nonetheless, well, that's not our quarterback. That's not our fault. That's not our problem. Not that's our not our quarterback. Not our no, our team. So, I'm. I want to know. And I'm, I know how you stand, but they don't know. So, I feel like the perfect trade in return asset would be a premier tackle. Let me be more specific. I say lineman a lot, but a tackle should be included in this trade. And I'm also, Miami has that guy with Kenny Steele. I want a receiver here. You don't feel that way. Of course. Like, I too would like a premier tackle. Yeah, that's what we agree on. Hey, that's but what we agree on. the second part of that asset. The, to me... If I'm one of these several GMs that the Houston Texans have right now, I might possibly just go strictly offensive line. That's not going to happen. That I know it's not going to happen, but anything is possible. One, did you or did did you or did you not see how terrible that offensive line looked last week? I, have I know four they eyes. was down. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. I know they was down a couple guys due to injuries, but at the end of the day. They need to do everything they can to make sure that that offensive line is fixed. In addition to that, Lamar Miller got hurt as well, correct? We know this. So why not try to get some kind of running back in return in that same deal? Now, I know, and and I'm one of the main ones who have been pushing this, clearly, because my article started a big-ass rumor in the whole NFL yeah, Sunday talking, night. Yeah, talking noise, <laughs> you know, Al Michaels. Exactly. You know, wait, first of all, Al Michaels, you know, I'm happy that you read that. I'm sorry Can for my this. boy get some credit? So, yeah, for, next time, say, according to Cody Davis, even though I wasn't reporting that they had signed Jay Ajayi, but, you know, just just put my name out there. You know, just, just it, it'll help me. But anyways, even though I wrote about the Texans signing Jay Ajayi, and he is basically the best running back available right now, you're still talking about a guy who's coming off a ACL tear. You're still talking about a guy who, who basically has not played a professional NFL game in damn near a year. Why not have a running back in a trade package for Jadavion Clowney? That way you can get a guy who's ready to go right off the bat. You don't have to worry about is he or is he not going to be the same player that he was the previous season. I just feel like Offensive tackle, running back should be their number one positions that they should ask for in a trade for a clowny. You say wide receiver, I don't see it. The Texans receiver core with Hopkins, with Fuller, with Carter, 
and Kuti, with those four guys, the, their receiver core is basically set. Nobody, nobody, nobody has proven that they are going to be. What are you talking about? He hasn't proven. Will Fuller proven, especially he's he a playmaker. We can play. We can play him more than ten games. Once Neither he, has Kiki Carter. On the other hand, I like Carter. He. he he has been the, one of the very few sparks. But you know, if once again, if they stay healthy, if they get a premier receiver in this deal, it's still going to be the the same old, same old if they can stay healthy. Why? Because health plays a part of a game that nobody has total control on. What happened, when it happens, and how it happens. I'll tell you what, Miami is the ideal trade situation because you can get Laramie Tunsil and... Not only that, they're willing to get give Laramie Tunsil up. We know Philly's not going to give up their two tackles. We know uh, the the Seahawks are not going to let go of any type of offensive lineman that's worth mentioning. Now, you can get a Laramie Tunsil. You can also get a guy with Kenny Stills, who is in Miami last year, had 553 yards, a long of 75 for a touchdown, six touchdowns. The year before that in Miami, 847. He's a guy that is a... Very comparable number two who can possibly do a little bit more than what he's done in the last couple of years. Last year, he only had 37 catches. The year before that, 58, and had 847 yards. Last two years, he's averaging 15 per catch and 14 and a half per catch, six touchdowns. Those are good numbers when you can look in, when you look at bringing in a guy who can really compete at the number two spot. And what it really work out, let's just say Fuller stays healthy. 10-plus games. Hopkins stays healthy 10-plus games. So does Kiki. Do you know how dangerous that could be with a Kenny Stills type of player added into that mix? That offense would be a little bit more explosive. And then you'll be able to have more weapons to get the ball out quickly uh, to your receivers. Now, I am completely on your side when it comes to getting a running back, but you have players like a Carlos Hyde who looks to be cut soon. Smallwood out of Philly. He looks to be cut soon. Jared McKinnon, he's a guy that suffered an ACL tear last year, so I wouldn't necessarily bring him in. Wayne Gallman is a guy in New York who hasn't really gotten the shot that you know he would like out of Clemson. So he's a guy that you can possibly circle on your list that if he gets cut, then maybe you can work out bringing, getting him out down here to Houston. There's so many other guys that you can look at. It's just that looking at that receiver position, I understand. That is where I understand and agree with a lot of people who are saying we can definitely upgrade at that position. Position because of the uncertainty of the players we have in our roster. But let me ask you this question. What's the point of getting another receiver when your offensive line does not give your quarterback enough time to throw the damn ball in their direction to, to make the play happen? That's why we are agreeing that if this trade goes down, it better not go down without receiving a premium tackle. <laughs> That's the first and foremost. I don't want to see a trade with Jadavion Clowney, slight rent, and it doesn't include not only a premium tackle, but a premium lineman, period. That's why I agree with you on that. I am mm-hmm. in total agreement with that. But the running back is where we can hold the running back position is where we can find other assets. I don't I, I don't know. I mean, but Okay, you you say the running backs, you named a couple running backs who are going to get cut. There's a reason why they got cut, John. That means they're not good enough. But if you're still on the team and you're in a trade package, that means you're somewhat good enough to be on an NFL team. So once again, why would you go out and waste a trade, waste a roster spot on a position 
that is arguably your best position on this team. You don't need another receiver. And out of all the problems wrong with this team, out of all the the problems wrong with this organization, the number one thing Bill O'Brien does not have a problem talking about is finding another receiver. Bill when O'Brien your also said line, he loves this organization. It's the best ranked organization in the league. When, <laughs> when your offensive line is trash, you lost your starting running back, so you don't even know how your backfield play is going to be. You're about to lose one of the best pass rushers and defensive players in this league. But yet, only thing you want to talk about is finding another receiving core when every time they ask you, what's the latest on this guy? Is he going to be ready? You, you're going to get the injury updated during week one of the NFL season. Ouch. It, it makes no sense. Like, I listen, I get what you're saying, but at the end of the day, my theory is either you go just – you just find a team dumb enough to give you two, three offensive linemen, and Nobody's you just do you just upgrade just like that. You say no, – I've seen some dumb things happen. Two, three. Nobody PMs. ever thought the Raiders was going to trade – nobody thought the Raiders was going to trade Khalil Mack, and look how that turned out. Let me tell you what can turn out even better, especially for your nighttime. Good sex. Who doesn't like good sex? I like good sex. Cody is married, so I know he likes a little bit of good sex. Uh, you remember those days where we always were ready to go, and sometimes when you get up in age, it just doesn't happen as much as you would like it. Well, listen up. I got somebody that can increase your performance, and you can get that extra confidence in bed. Bluetooth.com. That's blue like the color. Two, like what you can do with Blue Chew. Blue Chew is the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pill, so you can be ready whenever you are absolutely ready to go in. That's pretty graphic. Well, I'm a graphic sexer. Bluetooth is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. Who hates everybody hates that. They're made in the USA, and since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. And right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com and get your first shipment free. When you use special promo code MLB, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's Bluetooth, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code MLB. Cuts and the outro. Next, Locked On Texas Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. That was a quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. You know what? I'm going to definitely try uh, Blue Chew again. I had fun the first time. The funny thing about it, the first time I was by myself, I just popped it in and just said, you know what? <laughs> Whoa. This was a preseason Too game. Too much information, Preseason bro. game two. I was feeling myself, literally. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it is the first chewable pill that works just like Cialis and Viagra. <laughs> Whenever you're ready, I was just ready to, you know, go to sleep that night. Listen. Clearly, um, you didn't go to sleep that night. Oh, I did. I, I got that out the way, and, and I went straight to sleep like a baby. <laughs> this is cut week preseason game. Uh, it's tomorrow, Thursday against the uh, L.A. Rams. I hate calling them the actual L.A. Rams. I, hate I actually Rams, hate. Period. I hate calling them the L.A. Chargers. I hate calling the Chargers I just the L.A. Chargers. Hate, L.A. does not need a football team. It does. It's no, they LA. don't. When they... Cheated their asses way to the Super Bowl. Yes, that's right. Oh I say gosh. cheated their asses away to the Super Bowl. Did you see the live look of the of their bars? They were just, yay, good job. That's because they was all in the Let bathroom. Houston go to the Super Bowl. Watch how live this city will be. The LA fans were all in the bathroom with candy. No. That joke no. was no. People's no. nose. No. It's that, 
They you'll sniff are a that joke basketball later. town. You got that joke? You'll sniff that joke later? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is cut week. There are going to be cuts made in order to... Man, I, this is one of the worst parts of football because these guys really go out there, give their mind, their body, their heart, everything they can, up and, and move. And, and you're never really guaranteed a spot unless you're like the first couple round pick. But... Uh, this is the week of cuts to make room for the 53-man roster. And if you guys hear this show, whenever you listen, tweet us, Facebook us, no matter what, whatever you do, let us know who you think is on the bubble, you think will be cut, the whole nine. You know, I'm 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 feeling optimistic about Javier. Javier has been getting gradually better throughout preseason, and they need bodies, and he's a big body who I think in the future will have a little bit more playing time to clog up that hole in the middle. Uh, his 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 big bodiness, that's not even a word, but um, his athleticism, I think they can use that. I, I think he will make the roster. Uh, I think it's, it's going to be a, a long shot in a way, but I think he can, and I think his hometown is, which is also not a word, will help him get on. I'm looking at the tight end group, Cody. That's because it's like 10 of them. There's a lot of tight ends right now, and I am scared they're going to cut the wrong one. I love Jordan Atkins, and I love Jordan Thomas. I also love Darren Fells, but Jarrell Adams has really had a good preseason in camp, uh, and we have yet to see the third-round draft pick of Hill Warren. I definitely don't believe he will be cut. I think Fells make the team, and that leaves us to Adams, Thomas, and Atkins. On the bubble right now, I think it may be Thomas, mm. simply because he's he's good at blocking. But they have fails for that. Uh, they also have Atkins, who's a I think a better receiving tight end. So that is the group I am worried about right now. And Coven, Aaron Coven, may be cut. Mm. I'm putting that out there, not in a negative way, negative energy, but I think he may be one of the guys right now who's on a bubble. Also, considering he is one of gang guys, and none of those guys right now are really uh, doing much to stick around. So that is Locked On Texas Podcast from the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find this show on all of the platforms, which includes Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Megaphone. You can also find this on you can argue that sports.com. I am John, some sports guy Hickman. You can find me on Twitter at some sports guy with two Y's at the end. I think I have a meme as my Avi right now of a guy crying with a Naruto belt on his head. <laughs> and always to the right of me, my man Cody Davis. And you know, you can follow me on Twitter at Cody C O T Y. D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Yes, the 24 stands for Kobe Bryant. Why? Because he is the GOAT. And listen, before we got to hear there's always a Houston note message I like to leave. It's super hot outside still, so don't get let, frustrated. Let me, let me take this. What you got? You know the left leg is, is ending. Please get over early enough. <laughs> I hate when I'm driving somewhere, especially on the Beltway when it's a lot of traffic. Learn how to you turn know, in the intersection. You know, you know the left lane is ending. Please just go ahead and move over and get in the middle of the right lane and just take your turn. I, you know, I almost hit a car the other day because I didn't want to let this big ass, dumb ass SUV get in front of me. That's a little aggression. 
which brings us back to the heat. Don't get frustrated in this heat. Stay as cool as possible, and I'm sorry if you have leather seats. I feel bad for you. Again, Locked On Texans Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Peace.